0: this week on transmissions from the dark side a wealthy man another wealthy man a wager the devil enter if you dare
1: Transmission from the Dark Side, where we watch all of Tales from the Dark Side, so you don't have to. That's right. Tales from the Dark Side, the 1980s serialized horror show that was on many, many, many non-CBS, NBC, ABC stations. That's right. UHF (laughs) only. I'm Matt Noss. Across from me is Jen Hansen. Hey, How everybody. How are you doing,
0: Jen? I am doing tip-top, Maddie. I am excited to talk about this episode.
1: Oh, my God. Jen, give us the deets.
0: All right, here are the deets. This episode originally aired October 7th, 1984. Uh, this, in the world this week, uh, Vladimir Putin, Tom York, and Dan Savage were all celebrating their birthday on the day this aired. <laughs> And they might have been listening to the number one song in America, Stevie Wonder's I Just Called to Say I Love You.
1: Love that song. I do too.
0: So, this episode, uh, I'll Give You a Million, guest starred Keenan Wynn as a, a famous character actor. You can see him in a ton of stuff from this this time. Uh, he was also Colonel Bat Guano in Dr. Strangelove. Awesome. Yep. Uh, also guest starring uh, Brad Fisher. Uh, who is currently the bartender uh, at uh, Mariposa Bar on Westworld. Okay, awesome. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
1: That's amazing.
0: Uh, so the description of the episode from IMDb, Wiley millionaire Duncan Williams engages his longtime acquaintance Jack Blaine in a cat and mouse game by offering Jack $1 million for his mortal soul. Shouldn't it be immortal soul?
1: I don't know. i are going to have to go with that The name of the title is... It is I'll I'll Give You a Million. Give You a Million. Season
0: 1, Episode 2.
1: We just listened to uh, That There's a Dark Side. Mm Hmm? (laughs) Not as brightly lit.
0: Yeah, right. So we we are on the dark side now. These stories all take place...
1: On the dark side. Right. I think that's... You know what? I never... This is so stupid. Like, I always knew that you're entering a world... That is a little bit different with mm-hmm. the show because they set it up, you know, where you have the, you know, we have the sweet, The placid... That man lives
0: in a sunlit world.
1: The man, he lives in a sunlit mm-hmm. world.
0: And it's what he believes to be reality.
1: Exactly. But he, unbeknownst to him, mm-hmm. there is... There is
0: an underworld.
1: Uh, you know, a dark side. Mm-hmm. It's just as real, but, but... not as brightly lit. <laughs> that is exactly what happens. Right. And then the thing is, and I don't believe it's taken me this long to realize it, but they, they use the same shitty effect every episode, which is they have a photo negative and then on the photo negative with Tales from the Dark Side, a door swings open. And like then, Twilight Zone, right? Kind of. Okay. But it's, but it's just like a terrible Amiga video effect. <laughs> That it tears open and you go in through the door Mm -hmm. and it's the episode. So now you are truly in a tale from the dark side, which goes back to do all of these episodes take place in hell. Is hell the dark side? Is hell the dark side? It's just as real. It's just as real. Or is it just the dark side?
0: Maybe it's just I always thought as a kid, I always thought the dark side was just somewhere else. Is it like the upside down? Maybe. But it doesn't look like the Upside Down. It still no. looks... It, I, it I looks don't know exactly, if it's hell because it looks...
1: It looks exactly like our world. Right. But I think what it is, it's the seediest parts
0: yeah, okay. of
1: our nature put on display.
0: Right. So the dark side is really... Real life. Okay. I was going to say rough neighborhoods.
1: But... I guess... Well, it's real life with a supernatural twist. Okay. That's that's what I think they were probably thinking of, like, ah, this is the dark side. Because, you know, they put up the creepy music. and right. They, they, All right.
0: All right. So this episode, we open with two clinking snifters of cognac.
1: Those snifters are enormous.
0: They're comically oversized. They're the kind of thing you'd see at a bar, like full of matchbooks.
1: Or full of money for tips for the uh, piano man. Right, 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 right. And it's comically large brandy snifters. Right. And again, we see two old men in the back of a limousine.
0: Who do you think they are uh, immediately? Waldorf
1: and Statler, yep. immediately. I wrote Mortimer and Trading Places. That's
0: what I wrote too. I wrote old men from Trading Places, Waldorf and Statler, Scrooge and another Scrooge?
1: <laughs> and another episode, the second episode in a row that might as well have all the dialogue be... Business, business, business. Yes. Millions, business, billion.
0: Well, this is this is something else that this show does in general. in In the first millisecond of this, we establish that these guys are terrible people, and I think it's because there's only what twenty two episodes or twenty two minutes there's in an episode. There's twenty
1: two, and they take a minute for the intro. Right.
0: There is and and no time to fuck the around.
1: There is twenty minutes to tell a story.
0: Yeah. So, instant evil. They are. They are laughing and clinking glasses and talking about screwing people out of out of money. It's uh, the, the guys are there's Jack Blaine and Duncan Williams. Uh, Duncan looks like the Monopoly man.
1: Yes. Like uh, I. I put Duncan looks like the Six Flags guy with more hair.
0: <laughs> I saw I saw Uncle Pennybags. OK.
1: Yeah. I could totally see.
0: Yeah. That. What did you see? What, how did you describe Jack?
1: nondescript rich, rich white guy okay I mean, he's just kind of he's he's a grandpa
0: i thought he looked like the businessman version of the wicked witch of the west
1: oh my god okay i could see that
0: his could... face was a little bit like melty and slack and like kind of a just a twinkly eye so they're talking about swindling they're talking about foreclosing they're talking about and hey they are if there's laughing,
1: an opportunity. You take it.
0: Right. And it's intimated that very early that Jack and possibly Duncan have committed murder in their... Um,
1: they've done some shit. They've done
0: some shit business-wise.
1: So all of a sudden, out of nowhere seemingly... <laughs> yes. Very much like out of the blue, Duncan says, hey, I've got a proposal for you. Mm-hmm. But because the Act 1 is almost over... I don't want to tell you about it. I'm going to tell you about it on Friday. Friday is a big touchstone in this episode. Fra-
0: several mentions of Friday.
1: None of which pay off. No. None of which no. pay off.
0: So They're in this limo and they're wearing like business clo- like business suits, like yep. pinstripe suits. Okay. We cut to Friday.
1: Yep. Now it's act. That is just act one. Act one is purely these guys are douchebags.
0: Yes. Laughing in the back of a car with cognac.
1: Act two, still with cognac. But now they're playing pool
0: at Duncan's house. Yep. And they're both wearing tuxedos.
1: Yes. There is nobody else there. Why are they wearing tuxedos? To impress each other. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it has to be, right? Like, who are they wearing tuxedos for? I don't think they ever mention, we're going to the gala. They're not. They're playing pool. That is all they're doing.
0: They're not. They're not doing anything.
1: When they're playing pool, or playing pool, mm-hmm. not paying pool. Uh, but there is some. They gambling, could. Yeah. There is some gambling going on. Um. So I know Duncan's name. The other guy's name. I Jack. Always, Jack. Let me write that down. Jack keeps making bets to Duncan. Now Duncan has the stick. He's making the shots. So three hundred dollars. You don't make that three. Shot. 3000 That's right. That's right. He says $3,000. You don't make... $2,000. Excuse me. The first bet is $2,000. And those are $1984. Right. $2,000. You don't make that shot. Boom. Sinks it. Duncan makes that shot. And then I noticed this detail. He pulls out a lot of money. Yes. And counts out three bills. Three bills, Jen. <laughs> what three thousand dollar bills, bills what three bills equal two thousand dollars <laughs> was a thousand dollar bill and two five hundred dollar bills obviously matt you know the kind of currency everybody was carrying in the 80s <laughs> rich guys
0: have their own currency
1: obviously yeah
0: they could have been jack bucks
1: <laughs> maybe they just they were just petty with jack bucks I, you know, I'll give you, yeah. you 2,000 jackpucks. It's more dependable than cash. <laughs> it's backed with my jack guarantee. Ting. <laughs> they're playing pole. Then all of a sudden, Duncan's like...
0: Apropos of nothing.
1: No, they're, they're just making shots. And Duncan says these words. Hey, buddy. How about I give you a million dollars for your soul? Why? <laughs> what? So instantly I wrote down Duncan's the devil.
0: I also wrote down Duncan's the devil.
1: Yeah. Because I was like, all right. Uh,
0: uh, two things. I wrote down Duncan's the devil or Duncan has no soul. And he's Ooh. trying to replace his own soul. Like he lost his soul in a bed.
1: Nice. Yeah. That would have been better. I think so. Than what we got.
0: But you would assume that through the episode at some point you would find out why, why Duncan makes this offer. And there's really no reason. No. He never. It's just to make a bet. And uh, at one point he says it's because Jack's an atheist and he's just trying to make a point. Right. If he doesn't believe in his soul, why should he care? That's a, that's a lot of nothing for a million dollars. So
1: Weird. So weird. He goes, What, my old atheist friend? Yeah. Like, like ham fisted in Like, there.
0: someone's listening in on the conversation.
1: Well, God Almighty. Well, yes. Yeah. Everybody knows. Yes, we are. I was dumbfounded by this, which is like why I was like, He's the devil. Right. Just a million dollars for a soul. Then, for some reason. They start to bore you with the logistics of this sole bargain. right.
0: Well, it's not then, though, because because, oh, yeah, because it's he's got to f- draw up the contract and then he's got to come back next Friday in a tuxedo to sign the papers.
1: The Six Flags guy, aka Duncan, is behind the desk. Now, I didn't see the paperweight at first. I just saw the back <laughs> of it. <laughs> you wrote it down too. I saw it and I didn't write it down, but it's like the. So from the back, I was like, "Does he have a Cthulhu paper?" <laughs> <laughs> it turns out it was a panther. But, oh, I thought it was a
0: bull. Okay, okay either uh, way, it was a yeah.
1: Bull. Oh yeah, that would have made more sense. That was a bull stock market. It was market.
0: A, a business businessman businessman
1: businessman businessman business. They work out. The sordid details of this million dollar transaction. The most
0: convoluted.
1: You, I will get possession of your soul when you die? The party of the first
0: party signs to the second party, and the party of the second party—that's you—and uh, yeah. So
1: they work out this very ham-fisted agreement.
0: If the buyer dies before taking possession of the soul, the, the contract is null and void. Yep. If the buyer dies of foul play. All the money gets returned to the buyer's estate with the highest interest possible. And that's supposed to ensure that Jack doesn't kill Mr. Monopoly because Jack has killed his other businessmen partners before. Right,
1: That's where it comes out. Right. That's it, where it took comes
0: me out. three viewings of this episode to understand that.
1: I only watched it once. Okay. And I knew there was foul play afoot. Right. But I did not catch all of that. So the deal is set.
0: They sign. Friday is over.
1: End scene two A, and go to scene two B, which I lay I labeled lemonade and dungarees. <laughs> <laughs> lemonade and dungarees.
0: Oh, you mean that great Guided by Voices album?
1: <laughs> it's an outdoor scene, which looks to be in front of a house that is no more bigger than like a residential. Right. Place. Not the palatial estate that Duncan has been inside of this whole time. He's in front of a fucking bungalow.
0: And he is fortunately not wearing a tuxedo anymore because he's gardening. So he's in his gardening casuals. He's cash.
1: Yeah. He is wearing a, um, I guess, a Chi Chi Rodriguez golf hat. (laughs) A straw boater. A straw. But it's much bigger than that. Okay, Like, it's very big. Yeah. And dungarees.
0: And he looks great. It's a good look for him.
1: He needs to keep this look going. Right. My man, Frank, or Jack. Does not look good. He does not look good. All of a sudden, he's having a little bit of sadness. Mm
0: -hmm. He's like, "Eh, man. uh." So he confesses he's got liver cancer. And he's going to
1: die in a couple months. Right. So he's having a little seller's remorse. He's totally having seller's remorse. And he's like, "Uh, oh, you know what? I kind of think I need that soul.
0: Right. And his good close friend, Duncan, who he drives around in limousines and plays pool in tuxedos every Friday. Who gave Friday, him
1: a million dollars for an inanimate object. Right. He pretty much hat in hand goes, hey, Duncan. Yeah. Can I get my soul back? I'm dying. I'm your friend and I'm dying. I'm going to give you that million dollars right. back. Right. But he's like, you know what? I'm close to death, and I'm having that reconnection with my spiritual side. Right, which is beautiful. I think. Uh, I think I'd like my soul back.
0: No, I don't think so.
1: <laughs> Duncan dicks out hard. He is awful, to
0: Jack. He's. Jack was even. Jack even oh. said something like, uh, uh, "You know, you can do more with the million than uh, than I can now." Right. He's like, I'm a dead man. Yeah. He's like, I'm getting more enjoyment. Do you have the line written down?
1: I don't have the line written down, but there is something about Jack and the way that he's dressed, which I love, that his suit coat is by Bill Blass. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a sweet checkered uh, yep. suit coat. Yep. It's pretty great. Uh,
0: so Duncan is like, no, absolutely not. I am enjo- I'm having too much fun. Yeah. You're my dying friend, and I'm having too much fun watching you die without a soul.
1: Squirm. Squirm. Yep. Dick. Total dick move. That ends Act Two. Okay. Now it's Act Three. We are back at Duncan's palatial estate.
0: He has no reason not to give him his soul back. No,
1: no. But we find out here, as we fail to mention something during the, uh, the during the uh, first stay at Duncan's estate. He has a manservant. Right. The manservant basically just fills their cups to the brim with cognac. Right. And doesn't work on Thursdays. (laughs) (laughs) Or basically that.
0: Should we make this a Friday? No, no. They already saw him come in on a Friday. He already poured cognac on a Friday. Friday can't be his day off. Oh, yeah. This episode wouldn't make sense. Good call. Glug, glug, glug
1: that's the writers waste not, waste not, want not. <laughs> get out of here everybody hated that episode okay his manservant comes in on his day off he, why do we know it's his day off because he fucking says it's his day off right and he says which
0: good for him
1: good for him he's a, he's loyal
0: yeah he, I'm, I mean he's loyal but also he's gonna be like you know it's my day off so you know A this is time and a half and B I'm dropping this shit off and then I bye bye
1: So he says, I have a telegraph from Jack. I wrote down telegraph. What the fuck? (laughs) It is clearly the 80s. Right. It is clearly the 80s. This is not an old timey episode. Make it a fax. Make it anything. Yeah. But no, Manservant straight up reads a telegraph with, Duncan, stop. Wouldn't that be a telegram also? I don't know. Isn't a telegraph the machine? Telegraph was the, the machine and they had to say stop. Right. So they knew when the next sentence was.
0: Right. So you wouldn't get a telegraph from some. I mean, unless they're shipping you a big box. But like, well, This is meaningless. I need the
1: message. Uh, I don't know. Okay. I wrote, uh, but he says it's a telegram. Okay. All right. But it doesn't matter. It's okay. a telegram. Well,
0: it matters to me. Okay.
1: I have a telegram for you. Beep, 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 beep. Okay. Stop. Right. Duncan, dying. I'll give you two million dollars for my soul. This has been what Duncan was waiting for.
0: Okay. All right. That's fair.
1: Because he goes easiest million dollars I've ever made.
0: Okay. All right. So he was waiting for to get his soul back. He's given him back the million that he gave him, and he's given him another million on top of
1: it. Yes, because he makes a point to ask the manservant, am I going to get another million on top of this? And the manservant, who just read it, and it's not clear at all, goes, yep. (laughs) Sure thing. (laughs) No problem. You got it, buddy. Yeah. Now it gets spooky. Now it gets Spooky. So lights out on scene 3A. Lights up on scene 3B.
0: He wakes up at his desk.
1: There is a breeze that has blown his papers asunder. Curtains are fluttering. He is upset. Yes. Because he told that guy to shut the... The windows are shut. So I had... So then I wrote, "Wait, he's the one who's gonna get his comeuppance here." <laughs> like I was like, because now I'm just like, "Oh, he's not the devil." Okay. Because why would the devil be haunted? Right. I was like, okay. So my first thought was he was haunted. Okay. That that. Uh,
0: that Jack was haunting him because of the deal.
1: Right. Okay. My second thought is, oh, he's not the devil. And the devil's mad at him. Okay. Because the, he's doing the devil's work.
0: Okay, so the devil's not getting his soul.
1: Right, so the devil wouldn't be getting his soul. Which
0: would be do him because uh, because Jack was a terrible person.
1: And an and atheist. Jack would
0: be, and an atheist, so he'd be going to hell. Right. Right. Okay. So So the house is getting
1: spooky. The house is getting spooky. Weird things are happening.
0: We are clear that Duncan is alone because it is the manservant's night off. It is Thursday.
1: And he said that the manservant is no longer there, of course, because it's his night out. He says these words out loud. Right. He says out loud, well, of course he's not here. It's his night off. (laughs) He also says, huh, there's thunder and lightning because of course there are Right. And he goes, oh, great. All that needs to happen next is the lights go out. And of course the lights go out.
0: So shit's going down. Curtains are blowing. Glass is breaking. Thunder and lightning. The lights go off. And then the phone rings. The phone that was previously dead. It's Jack's housekeeper. Yes. Who is Welsh? Irish? <laughs>
1: It's the weirdest phone call let's let's see if we can recreate that phone call uh, the other thing that you need to know is that at this point, Duncan's hands are shaking so terribly they are he he looks like he is trying to shake he looks like he's mixing paint exactly yeah, or he's trying to like make sure that the chocolate milk is mixed well right he is shaking this phone. Yeah. Okay, so ring, ring. (laughs) Hello? Oh, Mr.
0: Duncan. (laughs) Who is this? Oh, Mr. Duncan, it's Mr. Jack's uh, housekeeper. Oh, Jack, Jack, good. Uh, uh, Let me speak to him. Oh. mr duncan it's terrible news oh what please put jack on the news is just terrible and i've got to string this call out for seven fucking minutes okay
1: but here's the thing i really need to talk to jack well sir you can't see he died in the night what are you talking about i just received a telegraph from him last evening
0: Well, he's died in the night, and we've already buried his body. (laughs) What? So if you've made any bets with him, they're probably off. Well, I got to go now. (laughs) That call goes on
1: for For, forever. For forever. And it is the biggest exposition bomb ever.
0: Yeah. Jack is dead. He's not getting that $2 million from, from Jack. Nope. It is void. So he, he has this realization. Power goes out. He hears someone else is in the house. And he tells that maid to call the cops.
1: But she's not there anymore. Right. Because the phone line's gone dead. He's, he used one of my favorite words, which is prowler.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Jenny, there's a prowler. So something we forgot to mention in Lemonade and Dungarees, okay, is that once Frank confesses that he has a liver disorder, um, Duncan the asshole goes have a drink. <laughs> oh
0: yeah yeah yeah.
1: And then Fucking he goes. Asshole. And then he goes. Mm. Docs say that my heart is gonna go any moment. Yeah. but I've been alive forever.
0: Yeah. Doctors don't know anything.
1: They said, oh, I old- this
0: ticker was supposed to go years ago.
1: All right. So
0: Duncan grabs a gun with his shaky ass hand.
1: And we cut to the library?
0: I felt like it was a library because you see somebody's uh, uh, feet. Somebody's ominous feet.
1: Yeah, so I put, is he wearing a smoke suit?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he's flinging books everywhere. So you just see like books and stuff. It's like he's, like a prowler would be, like not not stealing anything, just roughing the
1: house up. Yeah, he's looking for something in particular but we don't know what that something is. Right. And out of his pant legs and shoes,
0: smoke. Yes. So he could be a smoke monster. All right. All right. There's a knock at the door. Duncan says, thank God the police. And he opens the door.
1: Because he comes into the room where the prowler is, and we see the feet disappear.
0: Yeah, that's right. So he opens the door and it's not the police. It's, it's Jack. Jack. It's Zombie Jack. So let's talk about Zombie Jack. First of all, even in death, he is a professional businessman. <laughs> he he rose from the grave to fulfill his end of the contract.
1: That is correct.
0: That's a that's a that's a businessman. That so, is dedication.
1: So Jack is there with um The jar from Beauty and the Beast.
0: Yes, yes, that's what that is.
1: Filled with green lights and smoke. Yeah, which is is what
0: a soul looks like, apparently.
1: Yep, it has a lock in the front. Don't take this soul. Don't take this soul. He has already decomposed months worth of decomposition.
0: I wrote down, why is Jack rotten when he died like six hours ago?
1: I wrote zombied so fast. <laughs> he zombied immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. So he is there and then and he's got like snot coming out of him. He looks the makeup is actually pretty good. It is, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty good effect. Um he looks really gross. But
0: he's effed up.
1: He yeah, he's beat up from the feet up. <laughs> He's tore up from the floor up. He is a mess.
0: (laughs) And he's got the silver tray and he's holding his soul. His soul.
1: In, for lack of a better term, a glass jar. Right. And he goes to Duncan, you need to take my soul.
0: Now, of course, Duncan doesn't want to take it.
1: Because he's a fucking asshole.
0: That was the deal, you fucking asshole. He came all the way out of the grave to give you this soul. And he's asking you, he's telling you as a favor because he says he's coming for it. You have to take my soul. He, quote unquote, is coming for it. Right.
1: So Duncan is refusing the soul. And then all of a sudden, he tries to burn the contract. And the lighter won't light. Yep. Which is which is like my favorite effect. Like he has a Zippo lighter. Right. And it is like to watch an actor fail at lighting a lighter is one of my favorite things in the world because it's just like, because you've done that with, like, Jen and I have done improv for a long time. We've done some stuff with props. When you are using a prop incorrectly. Right. It is hilarious. He right. is fumbling. Yeah. With this. He's like, yeah. like. It's obvious that he's not trying. Right. He doesn't light it.
0: He does not light it. Screams go away. Then falls over, has a heart attack and dies.
1: Wait. <laughs> you forgot a clutch piece of information. Oh, here. okay. All of a sudden in the room
0: Did he come in before he, he died?
1: Comes in before he dies.
0: Oh all right, okay. You mean the world's dandiest devil?
1: Dracula devil? So this is, this part is mind blowing. The, the devil shows up.
0: And he is rye. He, He's got a rose and an ascot. Why the fuck does he have a rose? He's got a suit and a lot of red lipstick on.
1: So much. He is, they dracula him. They were like, yeah. give him a Dracula costume. And uh, it'll be everybody will know he's the devil. What was this devil?
0: It was it business devil, because he had a suit and like an ascot, and he was talking about collecting the debt and possession is nine tenths of the law. Is there a level of hell that's just for shady businessmen?
1: There, there might be. So I'm gonna, I'm, I'm pulling it up right okay. now. I'm I'm gonna pull up this part of it. And and play a little bit of it because I need to hear that exchange.
0: Okay. You must take it. It's coming, Duncan. If you don't take, take it, he will. will. Take it. Please take it before he
1: does. Possession is nine-tenths of the law. Take it, Duncan, before he he does. does. No, Duncan,
0: it's yours. He's here, Duncan. Take
1: it. Please go away. Go away. Go away. Please. Go away. Go. Oh, shit, you're right. No! You're right, he has the heart attack first. So he doesn't even see Dandy Devil. I thought he saw Dandy Devil and had the heart attack.
0: No, I think it was the zombie. Zombie Jack was enough. Which, you pussy?
1: Oh, God. <laughs> the Dandy Devil shows up, picks up the contract. If the buyer should die before taking possession of said soul, the contract shall be considered null and void. Possession is not intensive of a law.
0: He kind of looks like like Data.
1: He looks like Data meets Joel Grey from Cabaret.
0: That's perfect. And he does this thing, so Duncan has has died. Yes, yeah,
1: so Duncan's dead. I'm I, so I'm so sorry. That's I was okay. Wrong.
0: No, um, and Duncan was wearing like a robe, and his robe has slipped open in the front. To
1: reveal his man chest, his his
0: thick, his luscious chest hair, his gray chest hair, and the devil runs his fingers through this thicket of chest hair and it's this unnecessarily sensual move that really creeped me out (laughs) like like i got the sense that okay that was the actor's choice and the guy playing duncan did not know this was coming and did not consent to it (laughs) like they called cut and duncan took a swing
1: at the devil he was like what are you fucking doing (laughs) I'm Duncan, damn yeah. it. <laughs> God damn it. So the, the dandy devil shows up. He touches Duncan's chest. Right. Sucks the soul out of Duncan.
0: Right. By running his fingers by through. By running
1: his fingers through his, through his, his thicket, of thicket of chest, of chest hair. hair. He then goes to the jar and he gets Jack's soul too
0: in this very weird sort of like he reaches in the jar and scoops in a way you could tell nothing was there and they're like we're gonna put it in CGI and it's gonna be really cool or we're gonna put it in an effect or exactly whatever it
1: wasn't cool it at was, all
0: it was not cool so it, it did not look like, like he was scooping anything yeah and then and then Jack fades away and the devil laughs the devil laughs and then Duncan's chest bursts into <gasps> flames that's right <laughs> Yes. It says paid, paid in, in full. full. What?
1: G- Duncan was never... No. Nope. Oh, God. If if at some point during this episode, Duncan would have said to Jack, I can't give you your soul back because I've made a deal with the fucking devil, that would have explained the whole thing away. Yeah. I'm giving the devil your soul in exchange for mine. But Jack dying... Fox voided them, the deal. Fucks them both. Right. They both go to hell. I yeah,
0: cause I think I, yeah, because Duncan would have been going to hell anyway, because they both would have been going Jack to hell. Jack would have been
1: going to hell because he didn't believe in it. Duncan would have been going to it because he was a piece of shit. Right. Period. Right. They were both damned. But Duncan, if they would have set up that Duncan already made a Faustian deal. Right. There would have been so many more stakes.
0: Oh, that would have been an actual reason for him to have that and then say, don't take my soul, take this one. Right.
1: But him dying before... Did they not think of that? How could they not have thought of that? I swear, like, in season three, there's an episode that is that. Yeah. (laughs) But that would have been the whole thing. That would have been the better twist. If I was writing it... Right. That's how I would have wrote it. Is that when... They had their last conversation, Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't think I would have done it with lemonades and dungarees. Right. I I think you'd do it back in the office, and you have the man service show Jack out. Sure. And then you have Jack die, and Jack haunts him. Oh yeah, that would have been that would have been much more stakes. That would have been higher right. stakes. Well, actually, I don't know because Jack is fucked either way.
0: Jack is fucked either way. Jack is murdered, and and because they reference that a couple of times, that Jack had this partner who, quote unquote, died, committed Ministers. suicide. Ministers. But he he straight up Jack straight up murdered him.
1: Oh shit! What if zombie? What if zombie Jack? kept his soul away from Duncan. Like, what if Zombie Jack found a way to, like... Because we, if he would have set up that he had a bad heart, and if he would have been like, come and get it, okay, and then he dies before he gets it... I don't know. I think there's a way that you could have made Jack the hero. So
0: Jack... Jack would get Duncan's soul?
1: Jack, because he... Is
0: he some sort of soul reaper?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I'm, okay. now, I'm, well, now I'm way overthinking it.
0: Okay.
1: I guess, he, I guess they had to go the way that they went because if Duncan made the deal with the devil and he got Jack's soul, he needs an innocent soul. And Jack isn't innocent.
0: Jack's not an innocent though.
1: But, but, but Duncan needs an innocent soul to take the place of his own. Okay. Okay. That That's what needed to happen, is that Jack... Or he needs a tarnished
0: soul to take the place of his own. He needs one that's as evil as him, right? Well... Or one that's as damaged as, as his soul? I guess. I don't...
1: Here's the deal with Faustian deals. <laughs> Who knows?
0: Really in the weeds with the soul business.
1: Well, like... Okay. I love that we're having this conversation. yep. yep. If... So, Duncan makes a. So, here's the world that we posit. Okay. So, the world that we're dealing with is Duncan made no deal with the devil. He just wanted Jack's soul because he's an asshole. And then he doesn't give the soul back to Jack when he seems to have a deathbed confession or, or a deathbed conversion to Christianity of some sort or something that could have saved his eternal soul. Right. So, he dies. He tries to finish the deal. Right. Before his soul goes to hell. There's a problem there, too. So there's a problem because Duncan's not immortal. Right. So when Duncan dies, what happens to this soul in Duncan's possession? It's with the estate?
0: Yeah, I guess it would so just go it, to his next kin.
1: <laughs> so it never goes to hell? Because it's... Oh, Okay. So Jack, <laughs> Jack doesn't want to go to hell. Right. So he realizes, oh, if I get Duncan to take me, I'm one of his possessions.
0: That's why pos- possession is nine, nine tenths, tenths of, of the, the law. law. And and that he would just he would just be holding on to that uh that that green uh, that green container that it would green just glass. Be, it container. would
1: just be part of Duncan's estate.
0: But is that really any better existence? Than, I mean, because then he's going to be trapped
1: as that weird zombie, and what is he going to do? Just shamble around that house? I guess that's better than eternal torment. I don't know. I mean, look at this. would you want to spend eternity with this dandy devil? He, he's got
0: some adventures. He is, he's a great chopper.
1: We know this.
0: His, look at how perfect his hair is.
1: Very well coiffed.
0: So, so there are resources for this devil somewhere in hell. True. And you know, maybe Jack wouldn't have access to those resources, but, but if he's a shrewd businessman, he could probably have made, he could probably work some deals.
1: All right. So how would you, so now the question is how would we have ramped this up?
0: Okay.
1: So I think Duncan made a deal with the devil.
0: Okay. I like that.
1: And then he makes a deal with the devil to give the devil a soul in place of his. Okay. Enter Jack. I'll get you Jack's soul. Does Okay. So they make the million dollar deal. Right. Because Jack's an atheist and he doesn't believe in all of this. Right. Jack finds out, I think, I think he had to focus a little bit more on Jack. Jack finds out that when he, once he gives Duncan his soul, it's like the Simpsons episode where like everything bad starts happening Mm -hmm. to Jack and he has that realization that brings him back to Duncan and Duncan confesses what's going to happen. Okay. Okay. Now we have, to, but he also convinces that he has a bad heart. Right. So I'm going and you're going. Ooh, so what if they, ooh, so what do we do? What do we do? What's the best stakes?
0: What if they die at the same time? I was just thinking that. Yeah. So what if their limousine crashes? Lightning crashes. No more than that.
1: Tales from the Crypt is side. show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's hard because there are two shows that have Tales, tales from, from though, the... in yeah. the name. Well, that's a real <laughs> that, trick. That's the trick. That's, that's the real... That's the rub. Uh, I don't think we can make this episode any better.
1: I don't think you can make the... Uh, oh, but God, there is something... There's something more exciting about if. Duncan already made it.
0: Do you think this episode would have been better if it was like eight minutes longer?
1: What would you have added?
0: Maybe that deal with the devil?
1: I think, yeah, I think... And and you shorten that phone call with uh, with Jack's maid? I think if you shorten the... See, I think you could... I think you cut out the whole beat where he's trying to buy his soul back. Okay. You add a scene... You add a scene where Frank comes back, or Jack, I want to call him Frank, really Mm -hmm. bad. Jack comes back to Duncan's office, and he gets escorted out, because, and Duncan tells him the truth. Right. And he's like, all you've got to do is die before me. And our deal says that if you kill me, it doesn't work. Yeah. Ooh. So we have that in place. So Jack has to outlive Duncan. And,
0: but he can't kill him, because Jack if, if the, the death is by foul play.
1: And Jack can't kill Duncan. Oh, God, this makes me ask, by Jack showing up as a zombie, he killed Duncan.
0: Yeah, so is the deal void?
1: The deal is void. So the devil, the devil seems to win no matter what.
0: Yeah, it's kind of hard to outsmart the devil. I think
1: uh, uh, in this episode,
0: in in on the in the dark
1: side, I would think in the dark side. Yeah, he, it's kind of like you're going to lose, right? Because no matter what, no matter what, I think both souls end up with the devil. Mm-hmm. I think if you if you make it like, I think the most interesting one is they both die at the same time, right? Or. Yeah, I think the lamest one is that you have heavenly intervention.
0: Ugh, yeah.
1: That would probably be the worst way to handle it. Like a true deus ex machina. Right. No, I I think they both go. They both go. Okay. But I think you could have made it more interesting if Duncan had made the deal with the devil.
0: I think so, too. All right, good. We figured that out. (laughs) What uh what would you have named this episode, Matt?
1: Buyer's remorse.
0: Oh, that's perfect. Boom. That's perfect. It's, it Come on. Yeah. You're... Versus I'll give you a million. <laughs> we need a name for the episode. What do you mean? Just one of the sentences? Oh, perfect.
1: I'll give you a million. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Name. Um real yeah the the uh, the vague, the makeup effects in this one were pretty good yeah yeah pretty good for the time i would i would have been i would have been like creeped out by that sure sure
0: okay uh scale of 1 to 10 how many uh soul contracts would you give this
1: i would give this a solid 7 soul contracts oh
0: really okay i would give it um i think i'd give it 5 soul contracts
1: i liked I liked this episode. I okay. would watch this episode again. Okay. Um, it wasn't... Eh, maybe seven's too many. But I said it. It was my gut reaction.
0: Okay. No, that's... I'm going with my right. gut on it. But all I right. think...
1: I think this is a truer representation of the Tales from the Dark Side form... I agree. Then... Uh, Certainly
0: than than last week's episode.
1: Absolutely. And even the first episode, yeah. I would say, this is the best episode so far. Now we're
0: getting to the meat. I think they're kind of figuring out the, the voice of the show a little yeah. bit. Yeah,
1: yeah. I would want... I might have given... Eh, seven's a seven. Yeah. You know, it's not a great episode, but it's not a bad episode. Okay. I think I'm comparing it just from the ones I've seen. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Anything else, Maddie? I don't think so. Um, Man, I was... Really, there's no like subtlety in this show.
0: No, it's hard to even talk about, you know, subtext or anything when it's so over the head. It's
1: so text. Yeah. It's like <laughs> you just have 20, you have 20 minutes to give a twist. Right. How daunting of a writing task that is. That's true. Like it's, it's you have to get, it's all the backstory of all these characters in the first in the first act,
0: well, uh, exactly. I mean, you see them in that limousine, and they're talking about swindling that that guy out of you know putting that guy in foreclosure and and a public execution and something else. It's like instantly, these guys are rich. These guys are terrible.
1: Last week with uh, with uh, Mel the Cook from Malice, in the first two scenes, you know everything that you need to know about this. Yep. And the uh, in the first episode. I'm just going back. It's like when you when you meet <laughs> Timmy Muldoon <laughs> with his drunk dad. Yeah, like you know everything. Yep. Like it is everything surface level. Yeah. Until you're supposed to know the twist.
0: Yeah these these read like like book reports.
1: Yeah, they're like Cliff Notes versions of Stephen King's stories.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: I can't wait till next which week.
0: I'm fine with yeah, I, which I'm still really I'm enjoying. I'm totally yeah. in.
1: I am totally in.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh would you suggest this one is some uh an episode people watch?
0: Uh I would not. I mean it's you know, if you need something out in the background, mm-hmm. it's it's still gonna raise more questions than answers, I think. Okay. It's it's fun to see an episode with zombie makeup. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't run away from this one. Okay. If it's on, sure.
1: Okay. I would say, I would say that, would I suggest people watch this one? Yeah. I would say, yeah, watch it. Okay. I I think it's, I don't (laughs) think it's one of the best ones that they've done by a long shot, but uh, I'd watch this one again. Okay. All right. Cool. Business, 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 business. 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 Uh, All right. Well, uh, we still don't know what we're doing on social media, so just give us a review on iTunes. There you go. There we go. That there would be we, swell. that would be super great. Uh, we would love it, and then eventually we'll set something up, and then you'll get in contact with us and we'll
0: we'll laugh and laugh laugh
1: and laugh and you'll tell us your stories about tales from the dark side and I'll tell you some more of mine and did you see this episode before this?
0: uh I don't remember
1: this episode I don't remember it either okay um. We, we have to keep track of which ones we've seen.
0: There's, there's a couple coming up that I saw from the first season. There's one in particular that I, that I do remember. Awesome. Yeah.
1: Well, we'll be back next week with episode four. Episode four, yeah. Which is episode three. But well, <laughs>
0: we should decide what we're calling. Are we calling it episode three I or think episode we,
1: four? I think we have to call it, let's see. So we're going to go by what shutter numbers it has. Okay. And it na- it numbered, I'll give you a million as episode three.
0: Okay. Because I think IMDb does it differently. Okay. But okay, let's do it by Shudder. So yeah, if you want to watch any of these episodes, they are available on
1: Shudder. Uh, Which you can get as an extension to Amazon Prime. Yep. For like four bucks a month.
0: Right. Yeah. Pretty cheap. There's lots of great horror stuff on it. We're not making any money from them.
1: Nope. We have no affiliation at all with yeah. them.
0: They don't even know who we are. Yet. Yet. <laughs> We're gonna get some sweet so shutter. We gonna dollars. rake
1: in that shutter mm. money, baby. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Next week's episode is called Painkiller. Let's just give them a sweet little synopsis. Oh, sure. Do you got it?
0: Uh no, I don't. Do you?
1: Yes. Okay. A doctor prescribes a miraculous cure for a patient with back pain. Only later does the man find out the full price. Of the remedy. Ooh, Ooh I'm excited. Twist for of it. fate. There's a serious twist of fate. Yeah. Um. Okay. New segment. What do you think? Just a description alone. <laughs> what do you think this episode is? Uh,
0: um, I think it is. Did you read the Stephen King story, Quitters Incorporated?
1: No, I've, I. That is one that I've heard of, but I've yeah. never read.
0: It's a, it's a short, it's a, it's one of his short stories and it's, uh, you sign up, you say, okay, I'm quitting smoking. Okay, cool. All right. Well, we're going to watch you.
1: Yes. I've heard of this. Yes. This one I know, but I never read.
0: And if you, you do anything, we'll know if you ever have a cigarette again, if you ever touch a cigarette again, we'll know. And something bad will happen. And, and then, and then something bad does happen. So I, so I think it's some sort of, maybe something like that, you know, we'll take away your back pain, but, um.
1: Will murder a family member? Yeah,
0: something like that.
1: Yeah, I definitely think that something he cares about deeply gets sacrificed in cha- in exchange for him having no pain.
0: Right. Do you think the like like the uh, like last week's episode where Jerry was the physical manifestation of alcoholism? Do you think he's got like a physical manifestation of his back pain or something I don't know.
1: I don't know if they made a troll. Yeah. Or or I, it makes me wonder like yeah, if they were siphoning the pain out of him. Okay. But it said a miraculous cure, so I'm, you know, it just might be a pill. Okay. But where is the pill coming from? The pill is coming from inside the house. <laughs> Aw, oh, damn it, Irish woman. Get out. You'll need to get out of the house. Your tar My hand is shaking so heavily I can barely hear you.
0: I've T- got to finish making devil potatoes. Oh.
1: <laughs> uh, we'll uh, see you on right. the next episode of Transmissions from the Dark Side. See you
0: next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.
1: Transmissions from the Dark Side is created... Hosted and produced by Jen Hansen and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. And hosted by Go Comedy Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTDS Pod. Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.